Hey everyone, welcome back to Fast Pass to Fridays. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm Carrie. And today we are recapping the Walt Disney World Princess Half Marathon Weekend 2020. This enchanting occasion took place on February 21st through the 23rd and hosted three magical races, the Disney Princess 5K, the Disney Princess Enchanted 10K, and the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Today we have a special guest star, co-host Michael Gabriel, who is insta-famous in the Run Disney community as the man who loves to dress in costume and be a friend to all. He was recently interviewed by the New York Times for his princess garb and the fact that he is outlandishly fast even while running in costumes ranging from bear suits to ball gowns. We hope you enjoy today's episode. As always, make sure you rate and review and subscribe for more Fast Pasta Fridays fun. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to our podcast, Michael. Hey, uh, thanks, Carrie and Devin. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I just love talking to you so much on your podcast, Michael, that I thought who better than to kick off a recap weekend than when, with none other than the famous <laughs> Michael from Run the Small World Instagram. How are you? Uh, great. It still feels really weird whenever people call me famous. Um, <laughs> it's like really low-key niche famous, but I'll take it. Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a week, and I am mostly recovered from Princess. Oh, good. Um, I remember the first race that I ran was um, not this past weekend, but the you know last year. Was it 2019, Devin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2019, we ran, and I remember we were like, who's that guy in that like legit ball gown running and like actually winning. <laughs> but now it's you and now I get to talk to you and get to know you. It's fun. We were starstruck then and we are equally <laughs> starstruck now. So. Oh, well, that's flattering. I really just love meeting people and this has been a great way to do it. So, uh, yeah. Well, before we begin talking about all things princess, um, we'll let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, okay. So my name's Michael Gabriel. Uh, I don't know. I'm... I'm older than most people think I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, no, I, I, I just, I picked up running a few years ago and then got into this weird costuming thing. I'm obsessed with Disney as are, I'm assuming everybody who listens to this show. Uh, but uh, mostly I'm just a big goofball and love making friends and entertaining people wherever I can. Um, yeah, I don't really know much else. I mean, I work in the tech industry, but that doesn't really come up on Instagram very much. Uh, and I'm just a nerd in every way. Uh, I mean, really into Disney and running, but I'm also into lots of other stuff just as much. People just don't see that as much on my main, like, run the small world Disney account. Um, this is just one of the outlets that I have. Very cool. Nice. Um, so what number Princess Weekend was this for you? How many have you done? Uh, this was just number three. Princess Weekend is the, uh, is the Walt Disney World uh, run Disney Weekend, I've done the least. Um, so I've done it the last three years, and uh, I don't think people will allow me to stop going now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, yeah, you're basically famous, right? And you're niche famous, you have to. <laughs> um, was this one your favorite so far then, since out of the three? Uh, that's a tough call. Um, I would say yes, because so much of my enjoyment just comes from enjoying other people, and I just meet more and more and more people each time. Um, it's always going to be hard to top the, which I'm sure we'll talk about this, but it's always going to be hard to top the kind of experience of my very first princess race, the 5K and two years ago. But uh, 
But yeah, I would say this is probably my favorite so far. Well, that was the 5K you won on accident, yes. right? Yeah, in the yes. Rapunzel costume, which was so <laughs> great. And I think, yeah, he won the thing. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, and it was totally unexpected and kind of a fluke. And I was in the hospital earlier that week. So it was just kind of like a a moment for sure. Um, and I had friends down with me for the first time that had come from Atlanta. And I just like, I was the only one who did the 5K. And I walk into the hotel room and two of my friends, there are a couple, they had gotten in at 2 a.m. right around when I was like changing, getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And I like quietly open the door and make it in. And they're like, they like wake up and I was really felt bad for waking them up. And they're like, so Michael, how was it? I was like, well, uh, I won. And they're like, wait, wait. <laughs> You, you won, like, the race, like, the whole thing? I'm like, yeah. And like, how did you not slam down the door? I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm still kind of processing. <laughs> Trying to be discreet, yes. Well, that basically catapulted you into being a Run Disney sensation, don't you think? I mean, for sure, yeah. that's how people really, like, remember you or kind of, like, know you from Instagram, I would say. Yeah, like, going into that, I think there were a handful of people who had started to recognize me in the corral because um, that was only the third time I did costumes. I had done wine and dine. Is that right? No, no, that's not. I had been doing costumes for a year. And so a few people in Corral had started to recognize me. But this was when like people outside of that started to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely changed things a lot. Well, that's so cool. So um, I guess let's just start from the very beginning, Expo Day. Um, how were the crowds? How was the merch? Was it worth the hype? Did you indulge in any glitter beer? You know, give <laughs> I did not get any glitter beer. Uh, my friends and I, uh, my friend and I made it down probably a little bit after noon. We made pretty good time from Atlanta. Uh, and the the merch, just the wait was ridiculous. It was probably the second longest I've ever seen and the longest wait line I've stayed in. Um, there was Dopey a, a couple of years ago. I just gave up because the line was so long. Oh, um, but uh, this time it was, it was pretty long. Um, I actually... Since I'm a guy, there's really not that much merch for me at Princess, mm-hmm. which is sort of a relief because it means I get to, I, I'm talked into spending less money. Uh, but uh, I always <laughs> get my, and I'm sure, that I think, you know, this is a question we'll get to later, but like I have some very particular things that I hunt for and I got that and I just helped some of my friends find their stuff. Um, but it was, it's fun because when I get to the expo is when people start linking up with me and start figuring out like, oh, we're at the expo at the same time. And then, you know, you end up missing each other coming in and out of buildings and eventually circle back. Um, but, uh, bid pickup was, you know, pretty eventless, which is great. Um, and, uh, shirt pickup was great. I actually really like the shirts, which I know Devin, we might not be on the same page for. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Briefly spoken of this. I love the designs, but I feel like the colors were just, I don't know, just a little too vibrant for my liking, but it's okay. I I think I've just gotten tired of the pastels. I mean, I have so many of these run Disney shirts that it was nice to Mm -hmm. have just like basic primaries for a change. Um, but I liked all that. And I mean, and some of my friends who agree with you and did not like the shirts, they really liked some of the, I did it shirts that they had at the expo. Um, and they had lots of neat stuff. I really, really dig the, uh, the jackets they had for princess this year. Um, not everybody does, but, uh, but I liked them. And, you know, if they had a guy's cut and I mean, obviously I'm totally cool wearing purple and pink, but, uh, (laughs) but if they, if they just had something that was not very, very clearly a women's design, I would have gone for it. Um, because I think my marathon weekend shirt uh, jacket from this year is actually the women's cut because it's what I could find and it fits fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was Expo was a little bit hectic, but uh, and I was there for like three hours, which is a lot longer than usual. <laughs> um, Definitely looked crazy. Yeah, I was gonna ask, did it seem like busier than usual or previous years? 
it did seem busier than usual, but I think the previous two years I've driven down uh, a little bit later in the day. And I think I have found that even on days when people have said it's really crazy, I normally would get in when I drive solo around like anywhere from two to four. And it's not nearly as busy as it is kind of at the beginning and then towards the end of the day on that first day. Um, there's like this window in time, I guess, because people who are already around in Disney World don't want to break up their day by just going at some random time in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Uh, so I'm not sure how much of it I can attribute to just the fact that I got there earlier than I have at other times. Gotcha. Well, I must say, I definitely really liked the merch this year, just seeing everything via Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. You know what? I don't know if it's that we liked it better or we liked it better just because we weren't there and we weren't able to get it. But <laughs> I, I feel like I liked it better. I really didn't get anything last year, to be honest. And this year I was like, oh, man, I really would like that or, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. I also spent way too much money at the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. So I was like, probably for the best. <laughs> I sit this well, one out. I'm just going to throw out there that in the future, if I'm down there and you see something that catches your eye, Venmo exists. You let me know. Uh, huh? I know. I was teetering on that. Trust me. <laughs> me but and then I was just like you know what I'm not there like I'll get it next year I'll it'll be fine I'll wait it'll make next exactly. year's that much sweeter exactly yeah. so I held yeah. I held back especially when Carrie comes yeah okay I'm not running the marathon we made that bet well, all, I know I listen we were bet. like five now I think likes away from getting you to run that half marathon I'm not even kidding <laughs> I never even made that bet. I saw that posted and I never, we never talked about that. No, we didn't. I, I sprung that, that on from. you. I will let Devin pressure you. I will encourage you. We'll, we'll this. Michael, she was already talking to me about costumes last night. Um, so I'm pretty sure she's all in. So <laughs> I want to do it for the costumes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if there is one thing to motivate somebody, I, I will definitely help on that front. Yes, for sure. She was like, you got to help um, me. And I was like, I know who you can ask tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we can talk about that later, about, you know, where we can get some costume ideas yeah. or where we can get stuff for that. But for right now, I just want to go over uh, the races and the themes that they were. So for the 5K, that was Moana themed. Mm-hmm. Um, on Saturday, it was the 10K and that was Pocahontas themed. And then the half marathon on Sunday was Cinderella themed. Right. That's and then they had the challenge the was also themed after the fairies. So yes. mm-hmm. love that. Yes. The medals looked crazy. They were. I, I honestly think this might be one of the just best across the board medal weekends that uh, of all the Run Disney ones I've done. Like all of them were amazing. Agreed. There was one there wasn't one that I was just like, eh, about. They were all beautiful and very mm-hmm. big, it seemed too. Yep. Well, do you want to recap the races a little bit, Michael, for us or yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to. They were, uh, there were, it was very different from day to day. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can jump in. So the five k was, it was great and terrible at the same time. Um, we were all freezing out there because it was in the forties and raining. Uh, and you know, I'm from Atlanta. It's not cold here, uh, and a lot of other people who like are from Florida, and it's not cold there normally either. So it was just low forties and raining the whole time we're waiting for the races to start. And then we run. And of course, you know, 5k is pretty short, so we never really had time to fully warm up. Um, uh, I dress as Moana cause I, for princess weekend, I always match to the race medals. Uh, and that was a lot of fun. I had a big, like flowing wig that was just kind of poofy, uh, and definitely got poofier as the race went on. Uh, <laughs> uh it's probably the most annoying wig I've run in to date, which is a weird phrase to say, uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but it kept getting in my mouth. Um, and it was actually the introduction of some uh, fun inside jokes with friends because uh, we were all just stuck in the corral for a while and the wig kept blowing around. And uh, my friend Jennifer, who uh, she happened to be Maui the same day. Uh, so we ended up running it together. Uh, my hair got in her face at one point, and she's like, "Michael, I'm, I like, I'm just eating your hair." I'm like, "Well, I have been told I'm a snack, and I have no idea where that came from, but that has been just like an ongoing thing." And you'll start seeing it on social networking, where like our whole group of friends just starts like hashtag hashtagging like, "I am a snack." So uh, it's it's fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, the race was fun. Uh, it was cold. I couldn't get out of there fast enough afterwards because mm. I just really needed to warm up. Uh, yeah, and, you guys are uh, used yeah. to this cold weather. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm in Chicago. It's like beautiful. when it, Today it was 50 <laughs> degrees and I kid oh. you not, everybody was wearing shorts. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> I mean, 50 is great. I, honestly, like Mid to upper 40s is kind of perfect for me if I'm running a race. It's just the, all the waiting before and after a Disney race that right. makes it a hard mm -hmm. time because then I'm in like shorts and short sleeves. But if I'm here in Atlanta or I go out for a run, I'll walk out the door if it's 40 something degrees and shorts in a tank and I'm fine. It's just, you know, running is great and everything else is not. Um, I'm, I'm, sure a, I'm a warm person. Yeah, yeah right. and the rain made it really bad. Uh, uh, and then I really didn't end up getting to spend much time at Disney Friday because uh, anybody who follows my Instagram stuff knows that I had to fly home to Atlanta for my mom's surprise 60th birthday and then back to Disney the same night so that I can make it in time for the 10K. And Another amazing feat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Um, yeah, so I, I did get to put together, I, I always Disney bound uh, to the race costume uh, character later in the day. And so I got some really quick pictures in a Moana bound at uh, the Polynesian, uh, which is great, but didn't even have time to eat. And that was sad because it's always depressing if you go to the Polynesian and don't get something to drink or eat. Absolutely. Um, well, and then, okay, so the 10K, it looked like the rain had stopped, but it was chilly still, right? Yeah, it was colder, but not rainy. Um, so I would say it was better. Uh, it was definitely like I was shivering and my friends were making fun of me for it. But once we started running, it was fine. Um, I was Pocahontas and I ran solo and had a little Miko stuck on my shoulder and he was bouncing around and trying to tear the thing off. Um, <laughs> I did discover over the course of the costumes, both on the, for the 5k for Moana and the 10k, I now have been introduced to how women use uh, clear bra straps. So that was a new experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're learning so much through these Disney races. <laughs> I, I am. I have so many. Now it's like, I'll be sitting with my female friends and they start talking about, you know, just like even just regular clothing. And I'm like, Oh, have you tried? You know, it's, it's, it's so a fun, fun <laughs> It's fun uh, suddenly knowing things for these conversations, but uh, you're so um, wise now, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, that was a lot of fun. Um, the costume was actually much more comfortable to wear because, like, it didn't have random straw skirt stuff like sticking to my legs and and so on. Um, and the wig did not get in the way at all. It just kind of flowed. Uh, it was really funny because I started off with a friend and then took off, and she was from behind. She was like. Yeah, your hair was just like perfectly swishing back and forth as you were running. I was like, oh, that's great. Did you, did you paint with all the colors of the wind with your hair? <laughs> we, uh, so we finished and I was so miserably cold uh, beforehand that somebody was like, come on, my because it was windy. And that, that was the thing is we would all just start like shivering and yelling before it started as the rain would go by. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Michael, come on, you're Pocahontas. You love the colors of the wind. I was like... Pocahontas just said there are colors of the wind, not that all of them are good. Um, yeah, so it was a fun uh, 
you know, we got through it. I definitely had fun once I warmed up. And, you know, six miles is much more time to warm up in. And the, not having the rain was great. It was a lot of fun. I think one of the big things that really was great was the completely different sets of um, character stops at these two than I'm used to at Princess Weekend. Um, a lot less of the traditional princess-related stuff. So, like, Moana, you had, you know any kind of Pacific Islandy stuff that they could get. So you had Lilo and Stitch, you had Moana herself was on the course, um, but anything else that they could find that was like, you know, anything sort of related to that was really awesome. And then for Pocahontas, of course, you had a bunch of Pocahontas characters, but then you had all kinds of wildlife characters too. And that was a lot of fun too. And uh, that was definitely a different, you know, a, a change of pace from the normal Princess Weekend uh, character stops. Oh, I love that. It's really neat. Yeah. And then the half, how was that? Uh, so the half was perfect running weather. Um, just absolutely perfect. Got into the 50s and that was it. Um, and uh, then I dressed. So I was Cinderella uh, and I was in a full on ballroom gown. Uh, this costume I have known since the day they announced Cinderella was the half that I was going to do a full ballroom gown thing that would go down to my ankles because um, I just needed to step things up in difficulty for my past dresses, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was very pleased with how it turned out. Um, it did take a lot of, uh, so much planning and so much work on the inside. So I did not make the dress, which for some reason, some people got under the impression I did. And I don't, I know I'd never said that, but uh, <laughs> but the underside was just so much effort because I had to, uh, I had to get a hoop skirt and then I don't have, you know, hips so the hoop skirt wasn't going to stay up on its own so i had to attach it to the inside of a dress uh, uh higher up so that it would stay at the right height but then the dress itself was too long and so i had to like fold it down under the hoop skirt and i couldn't just apply it to the bottom because that would make the rim like the ring at the bottom too uh too heavy and trip me so i had to high apply it higher up but then it was too billowy and we get caught in my legs and so there's all kinds of just like layers and layers to how all this stuff you know attached uh and then i think a lot thing a lot of people don't know and understand and i obviously didn't before now is that when you when women wear like a hoop skirt and a dress like since they move independently that actually helps a lot with movement hmm. um but suddenly when they're not moving independently because you've tied them into one piece when you twist and turn you have a whole lot of weight like pulling and stretching in one direction and so i had to make accommodations for that too and kind of tie things tighter in other areas so uh I'm pretty sure if people saw me running by, the thing did not flow the way a dress would have. Like it was just kind of <laughs> stuck to me like a board instead of, you know, having any kind of real bounce to it, um, which is fine. I mean, it works for pictures, right? Uh, um, That's all and that I really also knew. <laughs> exactly. The pictures are really all I do this for. <laughs> well, that and to make people like crack up as I go by. Uh, it's, it's really fun to like walk by or to be running by at a pretty pretty decent clip and people are like, oh, wow, it's Cinderella in a dress. That's a guy. <laughs> like, yes, it, it is. so effortless too. Like you make running look so easy. And I think that's why people also fall in love with you. Like, yes, I can totally like be at his level and do this. <laughs> you know, it's so great and attainable. But at the same time, it's just like miraculous that you're able to like throw all this together and like yeah the if time you're able to run everything. this in a dress yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're able to run this in a dress then i can go run it without a dress exactly, exactly. it's motivating it really is and like like we've talked about before but it's just like special and it keeps it fun and lighthearted. and i think that's why princess is honestly one of my favorite weekends is because it's just a little bit more I don't know. It's great for beginners and you see like a lot of families like we did last year and just it seems a little bit more tame, whereas I felt Walt Disney World Marathon weekend was just a little bit more intense. But that's why it's like one of my favorites for sure. And it's just fun. The costumes for sure. Yeah, I mean, and that is a big part of this, too, is like I, I love 
I, I never running the Disney races as hard as I can. I mean, even given the costumes and I'm just like, I'm always smiling and like giving people high fives and like making jokes with the volunteers and the staff members. And then, you know, saying hi to people afterwards, because it's just like, yes, this is fun. Like, remember that this is fun. It's not a thing to kill yourself over and you can have fun if that's the goal. Uh, right. And I really, really love that. And that's why we run Disney. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to jump into the questions, right? Okay. Yes. That? Yeah. All right. So um, your favorite run Disney medal and merch from this past weekend. Uh, okay. So from this past weekend, oh, it's tough. Uh, I, I think that my favorite from this past weekend is the, um, it's probably the Cinderella. It was, it's a toss up between the Cinderella and the, and the fairies one. Like I always like a good spinner, but I have enough of those now that it's not like super novel. And I really love the classy, transparent glass part of the uh, of the Cinderella medal they have now. If you look closely on the top of the circle, it says, uh, you know, Princess Half Marathon 2018. And it's just like you don't even notice until you catch it at the right angle that it's clear. And it's really cool. Yeah, I didn't um, notice that until I saw some pictures up on Instagram. And I was like, that's a nice little touch that they added in there. Yeah, if you um, haven't seen the medals, definitely look them up because they were beautiful this past yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. I posted some pretty close-up shots of all of them on my Instagram, so if people are just like hunting around for them, they're they're there. Uh, as far as favorite merch goes, uh, you know, we talked about earlier. I don't have a lot that I can buy, even if there is a lot of stuff I like. Um, uh, my friend Elizabeth got the jacket, and I really like how that looks on her. Um, I always like. I'm a sucker for the little acrylic weekend magnets that they have. It's not the mileage magnets. They have like little acrylic ones and my favorite and for each race weekend it's just one for the race weekend not for individual races Mm -hmm. Uh, and I really love those and I especially love I started collecting them two years ago at Princess um, right before I won the 5k (laughs) Uh, and I really like the Princess weekend design the most because it has kind of like a almost like a stained glass uh, look where each princess gets a column Um, so each race and the challenge get their own separate column and I really like that Um, so it's sort of cheating because I buy that every single weekend, but the Princess Weekend is my favorite version of it. Oh, cool. Uh, so. Yeah, I really liked all their design work for this year's. It, it was just so pretty, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of our um, Instagrammer questions were, um, or is, are lines typically long for character stops, and should I worry about losing my stamina if I stand in one? Um, okay, so that's two parts, and the first part is actually more complicated than it sounds. Uh, how long the lines for the character stops are really depends on how far back you are. Um, so for me, I got every single character stop for uh, the 5K, 10K, and a half. And when I was running with my friend, we were having all kinds of issues with our uh, Maui and Moana costumes, and so we actually had some considerable lines. Uh, and they were much, much worse for people behind us. Uh, for the 10K and a half, I got a- every character stop and I had zero line for every single one just because of how far up I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so what some people will do is, like, I-, I am very much not about people, you know, cutting in front of people or anything like that uh, in terms of if you're actually going to make people wait longer. But if you are running with a group and maybe you have somebody who is faster than the others and you are willing to forego individual photos, something that some people will do is they'll have one person kind of sprint up, get a spot in line, and then the others will just jump in. And you're not really costing anybody behind you in line any extra time other than there's the one guy standing there because you're just getting in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's a technique some people use. Uh, I think different people have different feelings about it. Um, 
I do not think you have to worry about the stamina thing. I know for a lot of us who run, I, it took me a long time to be okay with stopping in the middle of a run. Um, I just didn't like how it felt, but it actually kind of helps because you drop your heart rate a good bit and you just have to get used to that difference and like stopping and starting again. Mm-hmm. It's it's completely different from a stamina thing. I don't really co- think it costs people stamina. It's just much more of a, are you comfortable stopping and starting? Yeah. Um, like, but you I know, can get comfortable doing it. Yeah. Like I know for even my training runs, like there were points where I was just like, let's pretend as if I were in Disney and I would literally just come to a stop for like two minutes and kind of like stretch it out and mm-hmm. just be like, okay, and now I'm going to start again. Just, you know, kind of already thinking about, okay, well, if that was a character stop, this is how it would go and this is how I would feel. And I felt that stopping for characters really helped me during the marathon just because it's just such a long distance and I needed that little break. But also it's really important, guys, to do um, to submit a proof of time just because yes. I've been in all different corrals. And my first princess one, I didn't stop for any characters because I think I was in like L. It was something ridiculous. And by the time I got to the character stops, there was just way too many people. And I didn't I was already towards the back and I just didn't want to waste 20, 25 minutes in line for just Beauty and the Beast. Like I could see them after or something at the parks. So, you know, if you start up in a higher corral like Michael, definitely you're going to have a better chance of getting to the character sooner and with less um, wait time. But, you know, just something to think about. But if there is one that you really like and want to stop for, absolutely do it. It's so fun. And the pictures turn out great. Uh, I would also say that, um, if you if you're running and you know you don't you're not going to stop for every character, skip the first couple because mm-hmm. they're the longest lines, yep. uh, and you can gain a you know much further spot forward in line for the um, later characters that way. Um, but yeah, what you said about the being in all waves. So when I started my first run Disney race was the marathon in 2016, uh, and I didn't have a proof of time for that either. Um, and so I, I was not slow, but I started back then they had the, the mini waves and they went all the way to Q and I was in P. And so I was just weaving in and out of people the whole time. And I didn't know anything about Run Disney. I didn't know costumes were a thing. and I didn't know characters were a thing. Uh, and I just didn't stop because they did not make any sense for me to stop mm-hmm. <laughs> around people. Right. <laughs> I don't really have much input because I haven't really run Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do, but you will you take do, this advice. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Carrie, you're like the you're the one basically asking some of these questions. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you're speaking curious. for the people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so do you guys listen to music while you run? Uh do you want to answer this, Devin? Or um I typically do during my training, um, just because I'm out there on the trail pretty much alone most of the time. Um, So it does keep me entertained. I just have a bunch of playlists on Spotify. And we can share those with you guys if you want. Um, And I listen to some podcasts too, especially on the longer runs. But typically during the Disney races, I have only worn them, I think, during like the 5K or 10K. Um, But basically not really. I mean, I'll just pull them out because it's just such a fun atmosphere that you really don't need to listen to music. But if it's something you're accustomed to, then absolutely do it. But I would definitely say have it at a lower volume so you can just understand everything going on around you. I mean, there's bands, there's performances, there's character stops, they're playing music, there's DJs, and there's even like little movie screens on for you guys to watch movies as you pass by. So entertainment galore, you don't really have to worry about, you know, or freak out if your headphones, you know, lose their battery or anything you will be okay you will survive without the music <laughs> um yeah so i i, I can agree I, I definitely often recommend people to try a run disney race um or any big race without music mm-hmm. but but it's like sort of bring your headphones with you if you're used to it so you have the backup and you can fall back um 
I think from like really big races, including Disney, you do miss a lot of the experience if you're just listening to your own music. Um, I've made literally made friends on course at races before because something happens on course and one of us makes a comment and somebody else hears and just starts laughing. And then the next thing you know, you're just chatting and uh, and, you know, you meet up after the race and you're Facebook friends. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and so that's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of on course entertainment that you just miss out. And uh, especially at Disney, like run Disney the fellow runners can be so funny and just like cheer encouragement and stuff. And just missing that is kind of a bummer, I think sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, but as for me, I never listen to music when I run. Um, I don't even bring running headphones with me on trips when I travel for races. Um, I do wear headphones during training, but I think the last time I listened to music during a run was 2014. Um, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks um, when I'm training on my own. Uh, but the main thing for that is that I know music helps my performance and I don't want to have it when training and then suddenly not have it on race day. Um, and so I just, and I like books a lot and I like podcasts. So it's just like, okay, well, if I'm going to spend however many hours a week running, I might as well just, you know, be turning through those things. And, uh, and I find that they don't really make any more of a difference than if I was listening to a running buddy talk. Um, so, but that's a, that's a personal thing. Um, I, I definitely think that people should, especially if you are going to run longer distances, try to at least pause your music sometimes when running just to see kind of what it's like to run in silence for short stretches. But uh, but I'm not suggesting everybody needs to train in silence all the time <laughs> or anything like that. No, I agree with you, though, too. Like you kind of have to learn just to listen to your body as well. Like I know for me, like I'll change up my running pretty significantly if I hear like I'm more flat footed on one side. So I just like either take, you know, the volume way down or take my headphones out and I just like listen to how, you know, my stride is and everything like that. And it does help. It helps you connect a little bit more mind body and it's fun either way. But I think this can kind of lead into our next question about um, finding running buddies if you're traveling solo. Mm -hmm. um, like Michael said, you can find people, you know, you're racing next to and just spark up a conversation. Everyone's so friendly. Yeah, and I feel like if you are on one of those longer runs and you have those headphones that are Bluetooth, you don't want to rely on them and then all of a sudden they die. They're, you know, you can't charge your headphones during the middle of a race. So being able yep. to run without them, I feel like is pretty important. Mm -hmm. You are 100% right on, Carrie. Like I, the number of times I've seen Instagram posts from friends who talk about going out for a run and as they're in the corral, they realize their their headphones are dead and it just like ruined their race and it's just it kills me because it's like, okay, like it's one thing if you're expecting it and you're disappointed it's not there, but for it to really, you know, it can ruin it if you're just so used to it and suddenly you don't have it. Mm -hmm. So being able to at least, you know, get comfortable running without if for whatever reason you end up in that situation is I think really useful for any runner. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so then, yeah, Devin, you kind of, you segued into the running buddies thing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know that for me, like I can talk about for Run Disney specifically, um, I didn't start to make Run Disney friends until a few of my weekends in. And that was mostly because I'm just a very talkative person and the costumes also helped. But like I would just chat with random people in the corral and eventually started recognizing people. Then we became social networking friends and so on. Um, I would say that if you're solo at a Run Disney weekend, just talk to everybody around you. Someone is going to be friendly and like do whatever you can to just start following them or become social networking friends as quickly as possible because even if you don't see them a single time the rest of the weekend it's going to change how you experience the weekend and how you remember the weekend and 
how you go into following ones because you'll start seeing more updates from run Disney friends that you have now. Uh, you'll be more likely to, you know, for somebody to talk you into signing up for one and uh, maybe even coordinating with each other. Um, the one thing that I would do differently go looking back is that I didn't need to wait until I'd already done these, right? Like if you're already signed up for one and you're excited, you can just start getting plugged into people and becoming friends on social networking. And if you know you're going to be on your own, say so. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you have months in advance, like someone is going to be like, oh, well, come hang out with us. And, you know, you maybe you'll have dinner reservations with w one of these running buddies or, uh, you know, me make plans to meet up in the corral ahead of time and so on. And I, I just social networking is huge for finding running, but uh, running buddies. And now it's like, I, you know, I've made friends from non running Disney races and run Disney races. And it's like, whenever I know I'm signing up for a race somewhere anywhere around the country or even potentially the world, I'll throw something up and somebody somebody will say, oh, I'm doing that one too. Cool. Let's meet up. Uh, and it's just, you know, the community, it's part of why like, and we can get to it later, why like my run the small world where the name comes from. But part of it is like the world is really small when you start to run and talk to other runners. Uh, and it's a really great thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with the social media thing. Get on the Facebook groups. Everyone has such great questions and everyone's usually very happy to answer and just very nice and kind and encouraging. But also if you are traveling solo after a race or the races, definitely make sure to either wear your like I did it shirt or one of the, the shirts that they give you or your medal because it'll spark up conversation if you see someone in the parks or at Disney Springs. And then you can find people that way too and even like give them a high five as you pass by. So that's another way to connect as well. Yep. And wear the medals, um, especially if it's your first couple of weekends uh, down there and you're not an old pro, like wear the medals. It will make your day. <laughs> During the day, you mean like wear them after you go to the parks? Yes, 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 absolutely. And then people will just be randomly shouting out congratulations to you. And that's a really fun thing. Oh, yeah. so fun. <laughs> well, we're going to do a few more questions just because of time and everything. Um, go ahead, Carrie. Do you have one in mind? Yeah. So... Favorite resorts to stay at during race weekends? I know that we mentioned earlier, it has gotten so crowded. I know when we went in 2019, it was the most people I've ever seen at Disney. Um, so what are your suggestions on where to stay during race weekends? Uh, I mean, my answer might be disappointing, but for run weekends, I'm just... I'm in the hotel so little. Uh, I get in, I do parks all day, I get back to the resort... I wake up at like 1.30 to put my costumes on and then I'm out. Uh, so uh, so I just do the value resorts um, to save money uh, because uh, I really, 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 really like the um, the race shuttles that take you to the expo. I don't want to have to drive to and from the races or not to the race expo, to the actual race areas in the morning. And I make sure to be on the, like, the first bus. But uh, And I've also have found that the maybe it's just because of how many runners go to the value resorts. Those seem to be the more reliable buses, too. Um, I've heard so many mishaps from people who've been at other ones where, you know, their bus driver got lost or uh, the buses um, refused to even let people on until the so official, true. like, starting time. Yep. Uh, I, I had that the one time I stayed at the Contemporary, I got stuck with that. I was like, this is not a thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what, are you, what are you doing? What's <laughs> um, funny is I had a similar experience. I think it was for the 10K, like, a year or two ago. Um 
Yeah, I think it was two years ago. But there was literally no one like waiting for the bus. And I was like one of the only people on one of the buses. I was like, is this right? Like, I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm supposed to be here. It was just yeah, a completely <laughs> different experience from like the Caribbean, which I did um, for the 5k two years ago, I like resort hopped. And there the buses were packed. And there was like stop after stop because it's the Caribbean beach. And there's all those different areas to it. Yeah. So people were getting pissed because we were waiting out there as early as we possibly could. But these buses kept going by and like no one was getting on and people were starting to push and shove so yeah there's definitely different experiences for different resorts but just do with go with what you know go with what you love mm-hmm. um it'll be fun either way but yeah i agree with you on that michael for sure um i did do uh, caribbean one time and it was great so i, I will say that but yes. mostly i've just been doing you know pop and the all-star resorts and they've been great uh and i haven't regretted it i mean i've stayed at nicer resorts when i haven't been going for run disney weekends and i really love that experience but it's a whole different thing Mm -hmm. uh, then because then i might actually you know sleep in the bed for more than three hours in a go (laughs) right (laughs) that's the hope that you sleep a little bit more than three hours (laughs) yeah um, so this is a good question. What's the best way to increase your speed and possibly get a PR on a race? So this is a great question. Um, something that lots of runners, uh, do wrong is run way too much of their running at the same pace. <laughs> um, and really, so the best thing, if you want to get faster is to have multiple paces you train at, um, there's generally, if you have a vague idea of what your target race pace is uh, or what your race pace has been. Uh, that should not be a huge percentage of your running. That should be maybe like 10-ish percent of your of your running over the course of the week. And then maybe another 10% is like real speed workouts where you're going considerably faster than race. Uh, and that's where you really gain your speed. So like there's the, the running at race pace is where you get comfortable and your body sort of gets too familiar with here is the pace that I'm going to be running at for the entire race long. Um, the faster, shorter workouts, that's where you get kind of that increased efficiency and increased power. Uh, but then like 80% of your running should be really slow. Like not just, Oh, this feels easy, but like, Oh, this is annoyingly easy. Um, because you are recovering during that running and you're trying to make sure that you're, you're just getting mileage and time on your legs while making sure that your body is recovering enough so that you can push those hard workouts really hard. Uh, and that's, that's really it. Um, there's a, a motto that a lot of runners will say, which is, you know, you run slow to run fast. And that's what they're talking about is most runners don't run slow often enough. Um, myself included, like over the course of the last year, I did a marathon a month and I really had to learn to run slower, mm-hmm. mostly because of like injury and recovery. And that is probably going to help me a lot in this coming training cycle, because what I used to think was easy. If I now look at my past heart rates, was definitely not easy enough. And now it's like I have a new tolerance for running even slower on my easy runs, uh, which will enable me to do to go harder at the, you know, the workouts where I really get that speed. Yeah, that's great advice. Really? Yeah. Um, Okay, last question. Um, I think this is a good question just to end on for anybody who is considering doing run Disney or just to start running in general. Um, do you have any tips for first-timers? Uh, are we talking first-time Run Disney people specifically? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, let's see. I definitely have a lot of tips. So, Costumes, uh, otherwise, <laughs> anything. Yeah. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, we'd already talked about getting to the races and stuff, and I would say give yourself more time than you think you need um, is kind of one of the bigger, the bigger things because – it's really nice to not have any anxiety running before a race to be like, am I going to make it to the corral on time? Am I going to, 
am I going to figure out where everything is? Um, they can move things from time to time at the beginning of races too. So it's sort of figuring out where the pre and post race character like photos are, uh, giving yourself time to find all that stuff is nice. Um, Getting to the corrals is really as early as possible uh, or the corral waiting area is nice. And um, I would say if you're fast, like if you're in corral A or B, uh, don't worry about getting your character photos in that start finish area until afterwards because you'll have minimal lines. Uh, if you're not that fast, then maybe go ahead and get those beforehand because the lines are going to be interminably long after you finish the race. Um, but then, you know, we already talked about making friends in the corrals. I think that should be a top priority for anybody at a Run Disney weekend is just to talk to the people around you in the corrals, especially if you're doing a challenge, because you'll find some of them for the second race, too. Um, and then for costumes, uh, don't overdo it your first time. Like, kind of only add a little bit of load to yourself over kind of stuff that you're used to wearing each time and really think about what is moving, both what parts are touching your body and then what is going to be like twisting and bouncing independently and just focus on that. Um, and th those are probably the two big things. And then just, you know, once you know you can handle something, then you can step it up next time. Um, I People have completely different levels of tolerance for costumes. And like, uh, I have clearly much more tolerance than most, but I still built up kind of figured out where I was comfortable for over time. Um, I have friends of mine who are way more amazing athletes than I am. And they are, you know, they post times I could never do. And they've tried costumes and they could do nothing. They're like, no, I can't. I, I just can't do this. They thought they were going to go just nuts. Uh, and then I have other friends who, who ramp things up even faster than me. They just, you know, asked me for advice and kind of intuited how quickly they could ramp things up. And they're doing costumes at least as elaborate as I am and over a much shorter kind of time of developing that. So, um, so really just, you know, make sure that you are trying things bit by bit and stepping it up as you go, rather than going all in on your first costume. <laughs> Again, great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, our listeners definitely appreciate it. And our Instagram followers, um, <laughs> they, thank you guys for such great questions for Michael and myself and Carrie. <laughs> Can I add something real quick? I just yeah. want to say like anybody is welcome to reach out to me on Instagram. I, I get people all the time DMing me for advice and they're like apologizing and you don't need to do that. Like I'm happy to answer questions if I have the capacity. So if somebody oh. comes up with a question and they want to just just reach out and I will answer if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Because so. we didn't get through all of the questions and we had <laughs> so many good ones, but I think we hit a number of them. So let's move on to our next thing which is this or that princess edition. Woo! <laughs> um, Carrie, you want to kick it off for us? Yeah. Um, so this is a question for uh, you, Michael, because I don't, I don't run Disney. Not yet, anybody. <laughs> and Devin didn't run this year, but I guess you could answer this too. Um, this year's medals or last year's medals? Uh, last year's, but only because I am obsessed with Jasmine. Fair enough. Good answer. <laughs> Devin, would you trade last year's for this year's? Oh, yeah. Only because I didn't like, um, I don't even remember her, remember her name, uh, Elena. Elena. Yeah, Elena. I just, that was a bummer. But... Elena? <laughs> Elena. I did have fun running in that dress then and learned many valuable lessons for this year's dress. Mm. Uh, learned those during the 5K and took them and had an easier time at the half this year. So, <laughs> But I did like the other ones. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed mine. That's that's a tough one. Um, Sleeping Beauty Castle or Cinderella Castle, Michael? Um, mm. Sleeping Beauty is pretty amazing. 
Uh, I mean, I know Cinderella is like my home castle, but but Sleeping Beauty is amazing. Um, it's just like when you're over in uh, in Paris and you get to see the dragon under under it. It's stunning. So yeah, that's a really cool thing that they added on there. But Cinderella Castle is getting a glow up soon. So. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just hope that they don't do all the construction whenever I go there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll probably. I know. I'm thinking. Will they have like a bunch of the walls up like Epcot, or is it just going to be an overnight thing so people don't? Epcot's depressing right now. It is. It's, it's so a mess. Sad. It's That's such a mess. mess. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Right. Okay. Um, dopey challenge or fairy tale challenge? Uh, see, that's that's not fair because uh, so marathon <laughs> distance is my favorite distance by a lot. So I, so I'm gonna have to say that. Um, I have more fun with the costume. Well, oh, see, the problem is too. I do independent costumes for the princess weekend, mm-hmm. and I really love that. Mm-hmm. But I do group costumes for Dopey now, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Dopey though, just because full marathon is always gonna be my favorite distance. So, yeah. Well played. Uh, <laughs> glitter beer or rose champagne? <laughs> rose champagne for sure. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um, magic mirror or magic hair? Magic hair. Punzel. Rapunzel. It's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. love Rapunzel. Yes. Um, She's my favorite no, princess now. Sure. So ever yeah. since uh, the uh, the cast member, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Ever since the real genuine one and only Rapunzel won me over post, uh, post <laughs> the 5K, 10K, and half marathon two years ago, uh, uh, Rapunzel has been my favorite. So, um, Character stops or castle photo ops, if you had to choose? Character stops. For sure. Um, the castle, it's, it, it happens, you know, once every few races, or I guess it's what, two races, three races a year, mm-hmm. the half and full in January, and then princess half. Um, and it's nice, but it's just one stop. And you can get car- uh, castle photos anytime. But so many of the character stops, like you never see those characters, if not during a race. That's true. They are pretty rare. So I agree with that. Um, Genie or fairy godmother? Oh, Genie. Genie's my boy. wait a minute robin williams genie or will smith genie okay i am one of those people who genuinely thinks will smith did an amazing job but robin williams is the one true genie like uh but 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 i do not share any of the critiques that people had of of will smith like if there was one person to have you know to do that will smith did an amazing job he but, uh, it in his own yeah. way. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. He made he made Genie his own, and I really appreciate that. Uh, but I mean, I grew up watching, I, like, so my family's from the Middle East, and so I kind of like identified with Aladdin, and so I have all these guys. It's why I love Jasmine so much. It's why I love Genie. It's so it's a whole thing. So, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> all right, last one. Make it pink or make it blue. Make it pink, of course. Yes. I mean, blue is great and all, but blue is and blue is great every day. But pink, like, what else? What else screams princess than pink, right? Well, so here's okay. So this is gonna. This, I'm aggravated. Well, are we gonna fight we, now? We, we can't say why, but I will segue this into the next thing. So I put it out there on Instagram my theory for the metal predictions for Princess Half next uh, next year, uh-huh. and so. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, but there is the new Disneyland parade. I think it's called Magic Happens. And so I was watching on YouTube, like the full blown version of it. Someone posted it um, like just the other day and it had on the float Sleeping Beauty and she had her dress and it was like an ombre pink. I love it. I I love that dress. Yeah. But um, 
So I don't, it's hard to say pink or blue now because I saw that and I was like, yes, Disney, thank you so much. She I mean, yeah, why not both is really the correct answer, exactly. right? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I feel like in every photo op, she should have like that dress on. That was beautiful. But so this is my theory, you guys. This is what we've all been waiting for and I'll let you guys answer after me but and see if you agree or not. But um, I already told Carrie a little bit. But so, so this new parade the floats feature the princesses that were featured on this year's medals, all except um, Pocahontas. So there is that. But however, they also focus on the float also has Tiana and it mm-hmm. has the frozen girls, obviously our girls, mm-hmm. Elsa and Anna. Um, so my thinking is they segued like they had Cinderella, um, they had Moana, and then they had Sleeping Beauty and like that's this year's. But also, wouldn't it be fun to do like a little spin, like almost like a Taylor Swift type moment, like playing with us, like, oh, hey, here's Tiana thrown in there. But also, I know Frozen's very relevant right now, but like those ladies deserve a medal. And hello, the challenge is two races, aka two sisters, and they're very popular right now. So I'm thinking there might be a Tiana moment for the medal and there might be a moment for our Frozen girls. What do you guys think? So those are the only ones that I could come up with. And it's like, but there's four medals, right? So right. I, I've been having a hard time. So I, I think like Tiana's got to, like she's not been on anything and she deserves it. Right. Uh, and yeah, right. like Anna and Elsa, the only frozen thing we've had so far that I can think of is um, Wine and Dine 10K this past year, we had uh, Olaf and uh, Sven. Right. And that was fine, but it's not Anna and Elsa. Um, no. That said, I could also see, since it's two of them, mm-hmm. I could also see them just making the challenge medal, Anna and Elsa. Yes. Um, mm-hmm rather than the individual races. But then, so I would personally love Tiana to get the half, then Anna and Elsa to get the challenge. And then I just don't know for the 5 and 10K. Like, I couldn't come up with any real anniversaries. It's not going to be Song of the South, that's for sure. And that's an anniversary next year. So <laughs> <laughs> I did, We did do some research. And I think it's Beauty and the Beast 30th anniversary. Uh, but they were just... They've done so much Beauty and the Beast. Just recently, yeah. 2017? They were the whole weekend, 2017. Yeah, right? right. So, and Little Mermaid was before that. But I know she was... They were featured right. on the kids' races, weren't they, this year, Mike? I don't... I think I saw them. Uh, yes, also, yeah. Like, that movie's supposed to come out so oh that's true um maybe so when did the new movies come out the new princesses because we've got like what two princess movies on the way we've got mulan, mulan coming is soon. in summer no what? it's in march isn't it so I, I mean the there's oh, a new like... animated movie oh what um maybe it's not coming that soon uh there's something coming soon that's like looks really cool but um maybe not soon enough well definitely little mermaid um yeah, so I was thinking Little Mermaid because they had the, like you said, the children's medal, uh, and I think twenty sixteen, I think the ten k was Little Mermaid, but that's far enough back that I could see them doing, you know, giving Ariel, uh, you know, a bigger thing. And I guess if the live action movie is coming out, maybe she would get the half. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then Tiana the ten k. Speculate, <laughs> but no one will for sure know until they announce it. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think Devin, your theory is pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I think that's like, yeah, I think that's really solid, especially given the, uh, like you said, the the parade. Um, but even without that context, I had come up with Tiana, Anna, and Elsa as my guesses as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, I would, love, I would love a Rapunzel half marathon um, because she's only been featured the 5K, I know for sure. 
Yeah, 5K here uh, in 2017 and 5K in Paris last year. Right. So that's why I'm the only reason I'm hesitant because of the Paris one last year. And that was a beautiful medal. So Mm -hmm. I don't know the other one. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit too soon. Like give it another year and then they could pull her out again. I mean, the same way that we're talking about, you know, Beauty and the Beast, it's possible, even though she had the whole weekend 2016. Uh, I really want them to because I've been Belle like uh, I've, I've been uh, what's what's the word of her village dress. I've, I've done the village dress for marathon weekend, but I need an excuse to wear the ballroom dress. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting on that. Um, Ooh, what about Vanellope for like the 5K? Oh, I guess she does count as a princess now, doesn't she? Right. And she would, would be, be a great 5K. Kids usually run in that one. That would be so cute with her little car. That would be. Oh, I would definitely have to make the car. Right? Uh, oh, God, yeah, the costume <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> Wear, like, oh suspenders goodness. over my shoulders. Yes. Like... <laughs> oh, my God, and actually give out candy, maybe. <laughs> uh, candy. Yeah, I was like, yes, parents, I you can trust me, some <laughs> random guy in dress as a woman. They are not your, homemade, yeah. Like, I'm handing your, <laughs> handing your children candy. Uh, my van is in the Disney parking lot. Just <laughs> Oh hey, it's not God. a white van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. That's too great. All well, right. um, we wanted to just throw out some details, too, for Princess next year. Um, mm-hmm. The general registration um, opens to the public on June 9th this year, and Princess Weekend will take place on February 18th through the 21st in 2021. Um, the prices for the races are as follows. The 5K is $87. The 10K is $127. The half is $205, and then the challenge is a whopping $350, but totally worth it. Um, And those are the two races, just so you guys know. And last year, Run Disney announced its princess race themes on June 24th. So that was very shortly after registration opened on June 4th. So hopefully we look forward to an early reveal as far as the themes go this year as well. But the medal preview wasn't um, put out there on social media until October 14th. So those are some dates you guys can keep in mind as far as the theming and the medals go. But they never let it out before registration, obviously, because people, they want you to sign up. Um, Devin, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think also one of the races might have been sold out by the time they announced the theme, even if it was just a few weeks later, like the 10K maybe. Yeah, so the 5K and the 10K go super fast. So if that is something any of you are interested in, I would definitely um, click on those first. And I actually just posted on one of my last Instagram posts uh, about the registration for Wine and Dine. I actually Mm -hmm. might do either a live video or just an Instagram story on how you do the registration. Because right now, um, Star Wars Half is actually still open. And that's the only thing you can like technically do like a little like preview or run through of so if you want to just you know click through there and like try do a trial basically registration um but i might post that on instagram for you guys to know exactly how to go about it but i messed up for wine and dine and i totally dismissed the fact that i had to sign steve up as well and i ended up clicking mine getting registered and everything and then by the time i went back that was already sold out so and princess is the most popular weekend uh for run disney mm-hmm. so definitely uh, be there day of on registration that said wine and dine is going to be nuts, nuts this year a registration it opens up really soon um i'm pre-registered through a travel agent 
all of the pre-registration stuff through charities and travel agents is gone yep. already. Like, and it's, they, they've been gone. Um, it's a, an anniversary and they announced a villains theme, but without the specifics. And it is, this might end up being the most popular run Disney weekend ever. Just the fastest to sell out just because of how crazy it is. Um, Can you imagine all the character stops? It's going to be like heavily themed this year. And I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm still undecided, but I still can't wait to see it. <laughs> uh, my friends and I are super excited for when they announce themes and we can start working on care on group costumes for the villains weekend. It's going to be amazing. Oh, so it is, but yeah, so I have a question here mm-hmm. back to registering for the princess um marathon weekend the challenge is just the 10k and the half correct so if you wanted to run all three you have to register for the challenge and the 5k separately correct Correct. yes but you can do that you can do that do not like refresh or get out of your um, registration form so like basically it'll have a drop down menu and it'll ask you which race you want to sign up for and then you'll click that. And then once you get to the bottom and you fill the whole thing out, it'll say, do you want to add another registration? And you will say yes. And it can either be for yourself or for someone else. But do not leave that page because once you leave it, that's it for the registration. Then you'd have to go through the whole thing again in the whole queue. And that can take upwards of – I've waited almost an hour um, for process. So – just know what you're getting into. I, I'm just going to say this is why I go through a friend of mine who's a travel agent. I have not had to – the last time I actually waited around for registration for stuff was like – let's see. My first wine and dine, I did it, and that sold out because that was the inaugural challenge, and I didn't know at the time, but I signed up for the challenge. Um, so I'll be a perfect challenger this uh, coming November, um, which is exciting. But uh, that one was sold out in like an hour, um, and then – I want to say Dopey, I signed up for that following year. And then every single weekend since, like I made friends with a travel agent and every single weekend since I've just signed up through a travel agent friend. And so I have, you know, almost a year in advance, basically right after, uh, I think it's like 11 months out. I'll just tell like my friend, I'm like, hey, uh, I want to do this. Tell me your quotes that you have for different resorts. Cool. Pick that one. And then I have my spot reserved. And so like, sometime you know 24 48 hours after registration opens and has gone by for everybody else i just get a little code that i put in and i get to sign up um and so i don't have to worry about the rush and it's really nice okay cool because that's what i'm doing this year via my travel agent for princess so i'm gonna skip that whole registration (laughs) craziness i mean i literally have never sweat so much in my life besides running in a run disney race (laughs) um, the only thing is you get like this anxiety the first couple of times when you're not sure when you're gonna get your code well and Um, then like it does that little you know cue thing where it has like i don't know if it's like a little um I don't know, like a spinner or something that goes on and like, it'll do a double take, like kind of like click, but you'll still be on the queue line. And each time I do it, you know, like a little like yeah. dance, happy dance. And that's like, oh, you're still in the queue and it doesn't give you a wait time too. So it's just, just do not exit out, do not refresh. But I like to have my laptop or my desktop open and my phone, just like be prepared. That's all I can say. Yep. <laughs> overly prepared. Overly yeah. prepared, yes. There's no such thing as overly prepared for Run Disney. No. <laughs> You're right about that. So um, so we just wanted to say thank you, Michael, for coming on here yeah. and talking to all of us and talking to the listeners and answering the questions that some of us had about Run Disney and like your experience and your advice. Um, yeah, just thank you. Oh, thank you both. This was a lot of fun and I am really grateful to have been on. Yeah, thank you so much. And to all of you who are listening, we hope we convinced you guys to run with us next year because we'll be there. (laughs) 
<laughs> if we can sign up for it in time. I mean, Devin, <laughs> you will. But if I can sign up for it in time. <laughs> Carrie, you'll be Well, on Carrie, me. you're going to come either way, even if you don't run, right? Agreed. Agreed. Because oh, now I'm, we're I'm friends, and so I we can... have to meet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I already have my costumes planned out, so I need to make it somehow. We do. We do have a couple costumes go. planned out. So it's never too <laughs> early, and we, it's never too late to be overly excited for a Run Disney late, so, race. Well, I am already looking forward to it. Me too. So. Well, thank you so much, Michael. We really appreciate it, and hopefully you can be on again sometime. I would love that. Just to let everybody know, we are officially now on Spotify. So if you find us on Apple Podcasts or Podbean, you can now find us on Spotify too. So exciting. And that's about it. So thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.